Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Click it. Or ticket. <laughs> Welcome to the Crunch. This is episode 24? 24. 24. We are rolling yeah. deep. Uh, it is February 26th. Um, you are listening to Ethan, a.k.a. at Bropostle. And I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. And uh, we are having a good time. Uh, last night, so big news, not big news, but big thing this weekend. So the famous Haley, who I always talk about on the show, is one of my best friends. She uh, stayed with me this weekend. Um, her and her boyfriend came and slept on my couch um, because one of our mutual friends got proposed to this weekend, what? which was super awesome. Um, and last night at about 1240 our time at about 140 Patrick's time, Haley decides (laughs) it's really funny to try and get Patrick out of bed to record a podcast. It almost worked. I mean, I was into it. Patrick was literally like, I just got into bed and turned off the light. Do you really want me to do this? And Haley was like, yes, get up now. We're recording. (laughs) And I had to rip the phone away from her and say, no, Patrick, go back to bed. This is not a serious venture. Which was very confusing because it appeared as though the same person was telling me two things. (laughs) Patrick sent a gift that's like, what is happening? (laughs) We, the hazing of Patrick Nevy, part one. That's what that was. Gifts on iPhone are God's gift to man. That's... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Anyway, but that was good. Other than that, I've had a terrible weekend. I had this huge project that was due. Lots of electrical engineering that's been going on. I spent six hours at the engineering building on Friday night, like five hours at the engineering building on Saturday. I'm going to have to spend more hours at the engineering building today. It's really good. Everybody get an engineering degree because it'll uh, make your life great. (laughs) Am I right? It'll teach you how to offer up sacrifices. <laughs> so many sacrifices. I'm getting so many souls to heaven, y'all. How about uh, you? How was your weekend, Pat? My weekend was... Yeah? Did you do anything fun? Normal. Yeah. My my friend told me that I accidentally broke someone's heart my freshman year and won't tell me who it was, so that's upsetting. Patrick, you lady killer. We were talking about, like washing machines and how they break in our dorms all the time <laughs> we're talking about washing machines and somehow i broke this girl's heart because i, and I was like spin cycle and, and i was like just spin cycle b 
were you talking about washing machines and that brought up the fact that you yeah. broke this girl's heart? You so weren't he talking was like, about washing machines to this girl. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I broke a washing machine. And I was like, I break washing machines like I break girls' hearts. Never. Ever. And he was like, I wouldn't be too sure about that. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, Dave, David, who who was it? He wouldn't tell me and it was the worst thing. And so I, I like texted his girlfriend. I was like, Hannah. Hannah, who is it? She's like, I have no idea. And so we sat at breakfast for like an hour and a half going through like my entire college career being like, who did I accidentally hurt and what can I do to not do it again? Sorry, babe. I like liquid detergent. No. (laughs) I'm convinced that you're a Sears employee that broke some girl's heart trying to sell her a washing machine. Any other part of that story that you told, I just didn't listen to because the <laughs> image of you, you were in, just... a, in a dorm laundry room, literally breaking up with a girl <laughs> while you're cleaning off your dryer sheet. The funny thing is, oh, though, I've dated funny. Sarah my entire time in college. So, like... So have I. Uh... Did they, like, not know? That's that's what... I mean, I'm not exactly hidden about the fact that I have a girlfriend. I mean... Right. Ethan, did you did you know I have a girlfriend? Tell Sarah I'm single. <laughs> Tell Haley I'm not. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, we need to start taking this seriously, Patrick. This is a serious episode of the podcast. This is a very serious episode about a very yeah. serious season. Get your game face on uh, because it is Lent. I'm going to put some air horns in right there. Right when I say Lent, it's going to go. Bow, 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 bow. But it is, it is almost time for Lent. Ash Wednesday is this week. Um, so prepare for a barrage of terrible tweets. Uh, <laughs> huh, got my hashtag, hashtag, huh. Uh, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> remember you are dust and to dust your tweets shall return. It's true. Um, yeah. So Ash Wednesday is coming up, which means it's the beginning of Lent, which is personally my favorite time of the year. Like I absolutely love Lent. Um, because it's, and this is a very new recent thing for me and hopefully we'll get into all of those things, but I'm very excited. What about you? How are you feeling? I'm, I feel daunted. Daunt, it's daunting. That's yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what I'm giving up for Lent. My, see, my thing is that I thought Lent started about three weeks ago. So I prepared to figure out what I was going to give up like a month ago. (laughs) <laughs> Turns out Lent didn't start for another month. So, so I was just like, yeah, it starts in early February. Like, I, it totally does. And I looked it up. Oh, first day of March. Awesome. Got it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I've known for a while. So what are you giving um, up? I – well, I haven't known for a while. I decided some of these things recently. So if you saw my tweet about uh, the two guys arguing over root beer um, with the DVD copy of the A-Team. Um, yeah. That was <laughs> – that was during my uh, trip to Walmart. I needed some I needed some groceries, right? So I go to Walmart, and Naturally. it was just – I was looking around, and I knew that, like, the stuff that I was going to get was going to carry over into when Lent started. So I didn't want to buy, like, anything extra, you know? And so I was walking through the store, and I was just realizing how much crap that I usually purchase that I just don't need. And um, along the similar lines, I started thinking, well, you know, what if I – you know, this is the crunch, right? And 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 we love we love our cereals here on this podcast. It's true. Um, 
I was walking through the cereal aisle like, oh, I should get some cereal. Uh, and I was like, oh, I should probably give up cereal because it's something that I love so much and I eat like two bowls a day <laughs> and it's bad for me. And so I walked past the Frosted Flakes. I walked past the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I walked past <gasps> the Crunch Berries. And I picked up a box <laughs> of Crunch. plain Cheerios. Just plain, just a big yellow box. Not Honey Nut, not Frosted Cheerios, just plain old Cheerios. Not even Honey Nut. And I am not you looking monster. forward to uh, <laughs> not having my the only thing that gets me out of bed in the morning, <laughs> which is <laughs> this the idea of some sugary frosted flakes. So I'm going to be doing that, and that'll be that's kind of my. I like to usually do two things during Lent. I like to do something physical, like usually that's food related, um, and then I like to do something kind of mental. And um, the other thing that I'm doing is I waste so much time on YouTube watching stupid highlights of Super Smash Brothers Melee tournaments. <laughs> They're um, good. Which, by the way, is awesome. Speaking of that, we had an uptick in listeners from Port Chester, New York. If any of you know PC Chris, who is the 2006 grand champion of Super Smash Brothers Melee, let me know because that guy's awesome. He's from Port Chester. Um, I doubt any of you would know him, but I'm just saying I have a connection because I'm heavily <laughs> invested in the Super Smash Brothers Melee scene. Anyway... Besides the point, I'm giving up that thing. <laughs> I'm giving up watching YouTube videos and, and uh, Netflix and hoping to replace that time with some spiritual reading. Yeah. Why don't you know what you're giving up yet? What, I, what, what, have, you, what have you been doing? So, like, leading up to Lent, um, I work for the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology, and it's a biblical theology center here. Yeah. yeah and yeah. We, have a, we have a promotion that, like, starts during Lent and goes until it's like a free bible study if you want information follow the saint paul center i'm not going to advertise it on here but <laughs> you just did <laughs> kind of yeah um but yeah so we we have this free bible study going on and so i've been like advertising that all lent or sorry all like the weeks leading up to lent and i haven't been thinking about what i want to give up or what i'm i should give up i gave up netflix for the last two years and it was definitely necessary and it was definitely difficult but I've been replacing so much time with reading and not watching Netflix that I honestly think that giving up Netflix would be too easy because I pretty much have already gotten off of the Netflix drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I want to do something physical. I want to start fasting more, but I already fast every week. So it's like, I, I do you have any ideas? I was looking at the, there's a, there was a, uh, Lent ideas thread on the Catholicism subreddit, which might be good for you to look through. But one of the oh, things true. on there uh, specifically to fasting was it, they showed like, cause the Catholics online are usually either super trad um, or <laughs> not very trad, but most of the guys on the, I assume they're men on the Catholicism subreddit are, are pretty trad. And that's a good assumption. Um, one of them posted the requirements for fasting uh, pre Vatican two. And um, it was literally you fasted every single day except for Sunday and you abstained on Wednesday and Friday. And so you only had one full meal per day um, that included Saturday. And then on Sunday you would eat like regular. And I was like, wow, that's really intense. <laughs> you know, I've, yeah. I, find it, I find it hard to fast on Fridays, you know, let alone – 
every single day except Sunday. So that's just something like increased fasting yeah. is good because it'll kind of – I think that's a really good way to just constantly stay in the mindset of uh, Lent, you know? Yeah. But I don't know other things. Cold showers. Yeah. Sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Trying to think of other things that I've done. Like uh, fasting every day would be imprudent because I have a meal plan, you know? Yeah. Also – because we're students and yeah. if you don't eat, it's really hard to focus in class, yeah. <laughs> um, which I know is probably like a really wimpy excuse and yeah. all of that. But I don't, know how, I don't know how realistic it would be for me to want to fast every single day. Yeah. But I definitely do want to fast more than I yeah. have been. Like, I mean, I also like – I also work out. So that would be bad. <laughs> Passing out in the gym would be a you problem. You don't need to talk about how much you work out. Shut up, Ethan. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, if you... <laughs> I'm not bragging. Just look at these guns. <laughs> it's exactly... True. I can't even extend my elbows all the way because I work out so hard. But I think also, um, in addition to kind of things that we're giving up, um, it's important to add things as well. So, like... Yeah. It... I don't... Hmm. I, it's, I find it tricky when I tell people, like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. Like, when I'm talking out loud, it sounds like I'm really doing a lot. But I think that we should do mm-hmm. a lot. Like I think Lent should be inconvenient for us. Yeah. I think it sh- we should really just go out of our way and really, you know, try and do something crazy that will bring us closer to God. Like I'm going to be reading a butt ton, you know, because if I'm not watching YouTube videos, that's going to free up like two hours out of my day, you know. Yeah. Um, Like throughout the day to, to read. And I've got books on my shelf. You know, I want to read Introduction to the Devout Life. Uh, by Francis de Sales. Yeah. Um, I want to read The Everlasting Man by G.K. Chesterton. Um, I'd like yeah. to get through that book. I'd like to continue reading The Life of Christ by Fulton Sheen. Um, mm. I'd also like to read scripture a lot more. My my goal is to finish the Gospels um, and start on uh, the Pauline letters. Um, is it Pauline or Pauline? I don't know how to say that. Pauline. Pauline letters and so and do that as well which honestly sounds like a lot but I think it's something that's actually very realistic for me um, just given the amount of time that I waste right now and so I don't know I'm trying to add yeah. add on those things but for you since you like read a lot maybe add something else I don't know what that looks like though yeah I mean increasing my reading might be imprudent because I already <laughs> read way so way, way too much yeah uh decreasing my reading maybe like not reading fiction books as much as i do yeah because honestly they're kind of a lot of them are garbage um i don't know like when it comes to lent you got prayer fasting and almsgiving Mm -hmm. and a lot of us when we hear almsgiving we like retract and when we hear fasting we retract and we hear prayer and we're like all right i'll go do that and then we don't (laughs) fast or get alms uh yeah and as college students i mean okay so i like I have two kind of, it would sound like really hardcore things. It's more hardcore. It's hardcore for me. Like, I really don't say stuff like this, but um, you should fast. And if you don't fast, you're not, you, I mean, I you should like, just please fast. I was trying to, I was trying to put it into a tweet earlier and I just said like, fasting is good. Do it because that's pretty simple. My household did a bread and water fast on Friday. Like we only ate bread and water from sunset to sunset. 
Mm-hmm. And um, we on our on our group chat, some guys were like kind of like defecting and towards the middle of the day, which happens. And they were like, "Do muffins count as bread?" And then I texted the group chat. I was like, <laughs> "Why don't you ask the souls in purgatory if muffins are bread?" Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really like, concerned with whether or not you're getting the proper nutrition. <laughs> they can't even get to heaven. And you're out here, oh, can I just put raisins on this? No. Yeah. Pledge. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and and I was just kind of, I was sitting there and I was like, man, a muffin is like, they're good. But it's only like 20 minutes if you're normal, five seconds for me. If you have like, of enjoyment of a <laughs> nice-sized muffin. <laughs> Scarfing and then. Down. And then it's gone, but foregoing that, that muffin could actually get someone to heaven faster. And then you have, like, then you have someone praying for you, and that just means, even if you're a selfish person, mm-hmm. that should mean more to you than 20 minutes of eating a muffin, maybe, you know? And um, this, in, the, in the same way, like, almsgiving, even if, like, you're a broke college student, if you have $5 in your pocket, a poor person needs that $5 more than you do. You know, that's just a fact. Yeah, if you're paying for Chipotle yeah. every other week, you have enough money to give. Or if know. you've ever bought fast food ever. Right. As a treat. <laughs> you, could, you could give that money to the poor. And here's here's the thing. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All of this is kind of just dancing around the real issue that I want to get to. And it's that Lent as a season is very serious. Mm -hmm. Or at least it should be taken more seriously than I see a lot of, uh, especially college-age Catholics, take it. Um, and I mean, certainly this is probably true for other age groups as well. But what I see is kind of like, oh, what are you giving up? Oh, I'm giving up, you know, uh, you know, chocolate, um, chocolate, classic, 
yeah, chocolate, classic chocolate. I'm giving this up. I'm like, oh great, like what uh you know what else are you doing? Um, you know nothing really. Uh, you know I just don't know. Like I want to go to mass more. Um, like every Sunday probably. You know like, all right, ah. let's take a step back here. Lent can be a very spiritually enriching time. Um, I took Lent very seriously last year and it was – I don't even remember what I did freshman year. But I was probably like, oh, I'm going to get up You know, the first time my alarm goes off and I did it for a week and then I didn't do it the rest of Lent. Um, But last year, I honestly don't remember what I gave up. But I do remember my general state of mind during Lent and I remember getting up every single morning. I remember getting in the shower. I remember I had this playlist that I still have on Spotify. You can follow it if you want, um, just called Lent. And I would play it, and it was usually it was just some post-rock music, just instrumental. Um, it helps me kind of prepare for the day, and I would take a shower, and I would get ready. I wouldn't really talk to anybody. I would kind of spend that time in the morning like mentally preparing, and I would go to class, and I would pay attention in class, and I would work, and then I would come back. And at the end of the day, I would go to mass and then I would do it over again. And I, I'm sure I gave some stuff up and I'm sure I was doing some extra reading or something in there. But the point is that I took it seriously. Like I was not – like I was prayerfully reflecting throughout the day on like what I was doing and why I was doing it. And I just remember growing so much in my faith during that time because – I wasn't allowing anything extra to distract me. And I kind of submitted myself to the grind of school, you know, because that's, I mean, Lent is right during that time where it's just like right in the middle of the semester and everything's like, uh, and like, that's okay. You know, like we can, we're supposed to be in the desert, right? And we're pretty much in the desert um, as far as school goes. And so I just kind of did it. I didn't really complain about it. And it, it ended up, you know, really like multiplying spiritually for me um, kind of the graces that I received just because I had this mindset about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's kind of – it's like a really abstract concept to explain, you know? Yeah. And like I think a lot of us try to give up our bad habits for Lent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like giving up Netflix for me last year was giving up an overindulgence, you know, which is – which is like was was sinful in itself, you know. So like giving up sin yeah. for Lent is <laughs> it's not a being thing. a good you, Catholic. Catholic, that's like normal. So like it's not special, yeah. Because what 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 sacrifice and fasting does is it makes something that is inherently good, a natural good, it makes it a sin, sort of. You know, it like it makes it off limits, and so you train and you practice saying no mm-hmm. to a temptation, which is not really a temptation it's like your natural urges so like if you if you struggle with a physical sin at pretty much everybody then you should fast more because Mm -hmm. it mortifies your body and it makes your body understand what it's like to say no to something and um it's like we a guy gave us a talk on lent last week um me and all the other ras and he was like you are going to face a test in the near future. And if you're not preparing for that test, you will fail. And that should scare you. Mm-hmm. If, if, you're, if you're not motivated by love, you should at least be motivated by fear. By fear. To fast. Yeah. You know, like, 
And yeah. hopefully eventually you'll get to that St. Therese where you're like, I am motivated by love to to reconcile myself with you. But for now, just do it out of fear. <laughs> um, yeah. I still don't know what I'm giving up for Lent. That's okay. You'll figure it out by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think this year for me is going to be good just because of where I'm at and kind of the trajectory that I've been on. Um, and also because there's just lots of things that I want to try out. And I think Lent is a really good trial period for different types of spirituality that maybe you aren't used to, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm going to try different ways of praying and I don't necessarily know what that's going to look like, but I know it's going to involve fasting and I know it's going to involve, uh, reading more. And other than that, I don't know. I'm just winging it. Mm. And I think being open to the spirit and being open to like what God wants us to do during this time is really important. Like it's good to have our own like resolutions and what we're going to do. But at the same time, like if that's like if God's calling us to change something or to add it or take it away in the middle of Lent, then we should listen to him and and try and do those things. Which means, again, we have to have we have to be constantly reflecting on the season um, and taking it seriously like. I'm going to propose to my friends. They don't know this yet. So if they're listening, uh, surprise, but (laughs) I'm going to propose to my friends that on Fridays we don't hang out. Um, or if we do, it's, we go to adoration together and then we all go home because I don't think that, you know, hanging out and like partying quote unquote, even if it's not like a rager, um, is, is not becoming of the season of Lent. Yeah. Especially on Friday night, you know? Yeah. And especially on during Holy Week. That's uh And during oh my gosh, last year, uh when I was I was still in my fraternity, um, they were like having a party on Good Friday. And they kept asking me, like, Ethan, are you coming? Are you coming to the party? I'm like, No, I I'm not gonna party on Good Friday. Yeah. I'm sort of celebrate, you know? They're like, Oh, you're such a curmudgeon. I'm like, No, I'm I'm not a curmudgeon. I'm uh trying to respect the life and death of our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, you can come with me, come with me. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know. I think things like that being aware, even it's good. It's good. It's still good to hang out with your friends and do all those things, but just kind of being aware of those things and thinking like, am I really taking this seriously in all aspects of life? Because it's easy to separate, you know, all my Lent stuff is over here and then everything else is over here. Yeah. Um, I don't think it works that way. It's a really good time to, concentrate for a very long period of time on daily practices. And that's why I struggle with, um, oh, I'm going to do a bread fast every Friday during Lent. And it's like, that's that's a really good spiritual practice. However, it's only feasible to do every week, you know, once a week. Whereas like you should give up something every day so that you're constantly being reminded, you know, so that, that could be taking on another spiritual practice, which um, Sarah gave up last year. She gave up coffee, which is which was for her a very big sacrifice. Um, and it, it's so funny to like see how she perceives Lent, but I told her about the whole giving up chocolate thing. And she was like, that's kind of wimpy. And I was like, yeah, she was like, cause I mean, I just eat something vanilla flavored if I wanted something sweet, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I like, try try to make sure there's no loopholes for yourself. No loopholes. Um, no pride. I know there's a Father Mike Schmitz video on like, don't worry about sounding prideful about like what you're giving up. But at the same time, like also definitely worry about being prideful about saying what you're giving up. Um, yeah. You know, this 
this Lenten time is for you and not for anybody else. And so you're not trying to inspire anybody. Like I'm, I'm telling, I'm explaining this on the podcast about what I'm doing, not to be like, oh, I'm, this is what I'm doing because I'm super holy. You know, maybe it'll give some, some of you ideas, maybe it'll help, but I'm just trying to have an honest conversation about Lent. Um, maybe I'm prideful as heck. I don't know, but maybe, you know, you don't worry about like, oh, you know, I definitely like need to speak to this person about what I'm giving up or, you know, just live your, live your Lenten sacrifices, live it out, take it seriously. And people will notice or the people that need to notice will notice. And the people that don't will, you know, will not. And so just trust, trust in God, trust in what you're doing. And uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry if you're being prideful. Don't worry about this, that, or the other thing. Just do what you know that you're supposed to do in in these 40 days. And uh, it'll be fine. It'll be good. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know what else to say. I have a couple of final I just, thoughts. I just, want, I just want everybody to understand that it's that it's serious and that it's important and that it matters. Yeah. I want everybody to have a good Lent. I want everybody to have a good Lent. And I think that requires, you know, all of us taking a step back and rethinking the, oh, I'm giving up computer games for Lent days of yore. Oh, man, that used to be the worst, just deciding which video game console I was going to give up for Lent. <laughs> it was not, not a good time. I'm, not the PlayStation I'm giving up too. my computer, but not my PlayStation. <laughs> right, yeah, I would give up computer games, not PlayStation or PlayStation, but not <laughs> computer games. It's like watching my brothers play Star Wars Battlefront 2 without me was torturous. (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, sometimes it is. I know. Or like giving up Netflix, but like if other people are watching it, you can too kind of thing. Yeah. Like I have a friend that gave up. I'm going to give up secular music, but every Friday night when he had people over, he would totally blast secular music. So (laughs) uh, are you really doing it then? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just stay honest with yourself. Don't try to make excuses. Yeah, and don't be afraid that you're sacrificing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, unless because like you can I always I, cut back. Yeah. Also, people are very uh, worried about scrupulosity, or at least I am. I've found that I, like I'm very worried about scrupulosity, but I think I worry about scrupulosity to give myself you, an excuse. Are you to scrupulous not... about being scrupulous? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> but honestly. If you if you think you struggle with scrupulosity, get a spiritual director, right? If you but until that happens, just be super rigid. I mean, during Lent, right? Like that's what that's what Lent is for, like be really sacrificial. Um and if you're, if you're going too far, you'll know. I I'm not in danger of going too far. That's that's what kind of I what I've decided. It's like I'm really not in danger of being scrupulous. Yeah. I just like to pretend that I am so that I don't have to sacrifice as much. (laughs) And since I just started reading Introduction to the Devout Life, um, one of the first things that Francis de Sales talks about is that having a devout life, in this case, like, let's just pretend that, like, Lent is is a time when we have, you know, a devotion to um, God, you know, and and we show that through our sacrifices and things that we add and everything. So having this devout life does not mean that we are glum and walking around all sad and everything. 
Um, Because that's what we just assume. Like, yeah, I'm talking right now how we need to take it seriously. That doesn't mean that you, like, can't laugh or joke or anything like that. Um, It just means that there's a a deeper reality to everything that you do in this time. And the way that you approach things should reflect that. There shouldn't be any careless actions. Um, And I mostly say everything I've said in this episode is so that I can listen back and remind myself what I'm trying to do this Lent. Yeah. You all are just corollaries to my own personal gain. Sorry. Stop using big Um, engineering words. I won't. Um, (laughs) But you guys are the catalysts. Enzymes. Titrations. Resistance. Um, Yes. Transistors. I literally soldered transistors last night. It was amazing. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> point of all this being that I'm I'm using this podcast as a way to vocalize what I'm doing and what I want to do uh, so that I'm more accountable to it. Um, find someone that you can tell. Um, find someone that you can talk to. Find someone that will hold you accountable. A good friend. Um, put it on Twitter, you know, because, you know, me telling, you know, 4,600 people what I'm going to do uh, keeps Slide. me a lot more accountable than – yeah, I know, right? keeps keeps me a lot more accountable than just telling one or two people so if that's what you got to do you got to do it um yeah keep it keep it one keep it 300 that's that's keep it 300 say keep it 300 oh my gosh do you have anything else sarah referenced the 300 thing the other day and i almost flipped out i was like no way (laughs) that was like from episode two two yeah way back in the day you went that far back anyway um, yeah, if you really want to understand what Lent is about, if you really want to understand, oh my gosh, Ecclesiastes, it's so good. Just the first, it's really short. You could probably read it in one sitting if you were that dedicated. It's like 12 chapters long and it's all about just like the things of this world are vanity and we chase them and they're fleeting. And it's like that age old, like, oh, the things of this world are fleeting. Like we know that. But this th- that book really puts it in perspective. So if you want to get if you want to get a good start this this Ash Wednesday, kick open that Bible book before you <laughs> kick open before that you go to Bible mass. Book. Grab your grab <laughs> your scripture doodles Bible. and uh, uh, <laughs> shebang on over to the Ecclesiastes book, and don't you know it'll be good. Read that. Yeah. Sorry if I rambled for too long today. I just I had a lot of things that I needed to unload. About this Lenten season. Don't apologize. All right, I won't. Um, <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Podcast, The Crunch. Um, it's going to be the bland crunch for the next couple of episodes. Um, not the sugary goodness crunch that we are all used to. Cheerios, why do you exist? Um, you, should cha- you should change the theme music to like really penitent some- Gregorian chant. During Lent, I think that's yeah. good. <laughs> or just one of the other songs that I've written that isn't as good <laughs> for intro music. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't have anything Crunch else to of the say. Week. Crunch of the Oh, shoot. Man, you are so smart. I realized the halfway crunch. through 10 minutes. We hadn't done it. And was, yeah. yeah. And I was, like, I was like, oh, no. We're up to 46 reviews. It'd be awesome if we could hit 50. Um, so if you haven't written a review, please do. Come on, guys. Um, let me try to find – there was one recently that was really good. 
It was from Vivian Tran, Tivian Vran, actually, sorry. Um, and she says, it's like having two friends with you all the time. I live by myself and sometimes I get lonely. Oh, sorry. So I'll put an episode on and immediately feel comforted. They'll make you laugh. They're hilarious, warming, and spiritually enriching. You'll immediately feel a connection to them. Five stars. Thank you. Um, we are happy to be your friends uh, all the time. Anyway, that's Crunch of the Week. Please leave a review on iTunes. If you Get us like back into the, the top 200. Get us back in the top 200 so that we can take a picture and send it to the Catching Foxes guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lent, 2017. Penance, Forever. penance, penance. <laughs> Transition. Have you given this album a listen? Do you love it? Do you hate it? What would you rate it? You're the best. You're the best. What should we review next? Anthony Fantano, Lent 2017, <laughs> forever. If you know what that's from, you get 10 points. I don't. Uh, we're going to sign off because we're just staring at each other. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.